What up, everyone? Welcome again to another episode from my mom's garage home theater edition, where we take a movie or TV show and give it back to you full of spoilers. As always, this is your host, Tony, with my boy, Nikki. How do you do, my moviegoers? What up, what up? So so today we're going to basically kind of be continuing on this little trend we got going on from last week where we reviewed... Uh, Clean Song. yourself. <laughs> A swan song where it's actually said that the storyline in the movie we'll be doing today is very similar where a in this case, this is a woman who received a um, a diagnosis of ter- like a terminal disease that she will be dying. So she decides to clone herself. However, uh, the little details are a little different in the sense of, as you see in the swan song, it is an exact clone memories and everything of the, the original person. In this case, it is not that way. Basically, what you're really getting is someone who looks like you, but that it develops their own distinct personality um, that almost basically can be completely different from yours. Um, so in this movie we're talking about today, we have... Uh, this is a um, an interesting director. I, was, um, I found his work very interesting. He is... Um, his name is Riley Stearns. Uh, and he... Uh, he most famously, the last movie that we, we kind of recognize him for is a movie uh, where he basically, it's, uh, what is The Art of Martial... Um, the Art of Self-Defense. The Art of Self-Defense, yes. With Jesse Eisenberg. Yes. And um, it was an interesting movie. And in this movie actually kind of similar to this one in the sense of that he does this thing where the characters always seem like they don't have a lot of like personality. Not even just personality, they don't have a lot of emotions. Like, he, uh, he has his actors very dry in their delivery, but it does make for an interesting way of, of telling a story. Yeah. I mean, especially because what he does is he doesn't just pick, like, he does have his characters very dry and not, not like, super emotional. However. Emotionless. Mo- emotionless. But the the, char- the 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 plot lines are very, you know, uh, intense. Yeah. Right? So, in this that's, case. That's the best way to put it. So, just continuing with the story with this one. Um, please understand this is a spoiler, so we're going to go through all the details, but the woman, um, the one... Karen Gillian. Played by Karen Gillian, yes. Um, finds out that she is, was diagnosed, but before that, she kind of had this life where she never spoke to, she never wanted to speak to her mother who called her every day, and she tried to hang on to this relationship with her, with her boyfriend who did not seem to want to be around her ever. Um, so... So she goes out and decides that she's going to die. So she gets a clone. And the clone, again, they, the way they sold her on it was the clone would try to be everything that she is. But the clone <coughs> almost distinctly just chose, chooses everything against her. Like, she, you know, as far as your favorite uh, favorite. No, but you have to go a little like bit that. deeper with that. Is that, like, they had, like, this little video of the, the, how the clone. And they said, like, yeah, they're, they're created uh, for you or by you. And they're going to be your clone, but eventually they're going to be their own person. So you basically, all you're doing is bringing life to somebody who is going to just look like you. Yeah. So it's, it's kind of a weird way to kind of, because the whole, the whole, the way they sell you is that this person is going to basically keep your family from feeling sad. Yeah. And the crazy thing is also a big, huge difference from Swan Song is in this case, your family knows about your clone. Like, yeah. it's not something that you kind of hide and no, they, they exactly know who, what's going on so it's interesting just because of you know something that i just noticed that swan song didn't touch base on this one was there was a payment plan it's like leasing a car 
Or like, well, based on the way I saw it, one, he seemed very successful. All right. But also it didn't, it seemed like it was arch, uh, um, um, altruistic, altruistic, altruistic. Yeah. Like the people that were running this, the, the thing, they probably did charge maybe something like that, but it seemed like they were more, their, 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 uh, their uh, intentions are more benevolent. Like they just wanted to try to push help the science, people, push the science and help the people in the same, in the same capacity. Yeah. So I guarantee there is some kind of money involved, but that that for the most part seemed like it wasn't just a business because that that whole situation was just super like like I think I took longer to wait for my contact lenses than I than she did for a clone. <laughs> so that was just one, and so and it was very cold. The whole movie was super cold. Like everybody's character, the way they acted, especially towards her, was just ridiculously right. cold to her. So is it me? Mm-hmm. I don't know about for you. I think I don't know. But it just felt like every moment was like not unsettling, like an eerie unsettling. It's just that it felt like awkward. You know, like sometimes you sit in silence with people and they don't say anything. You, you're okay with that sitting in silence if you're, uncom- you're comfortable with that. And I know that they're trying to, they're portraying this, um, her Karen Gillan's character, Sarah, as like she's quiet or she only speaks in ways of just being effective of what the situation is, then expanding on it. She's like very direct, very articulate. Like, this is how I feel. This is what it is. That's it. Like other people dive into their emotions or whatever. And, but even then it was just like, even the awkward moments of her silence, I felt like, like I felt awkward with her, with it. I don't know. I don't, did you I feel felt, that I felt like she honestly didn't want to live. Like not that she wanted to die, but like when she found out she was going to die, she just, she didn't really feel anything like she was she the first thing she she said when she found out she was going to die was why am i not crying yeah so she her life sucked oh i mean that's what thing is like she probably did she did not want to admit that to herself at all and it was very nuanced in how they kind of approached it but yeah her life just absolutely sucked and then but that even sucked that's the thing is that even sucked in the way that she she it was in a bad situation. Like, looked like she worked. She was in a relationship, but just with somebody that distanced herself, and she was just complacent with it, and just like, oh. I- the thing is, it's weird because he didn't offer anything to her, and she completely just wanted, like, just for no reason, just wanted to be with him. Like, I mean, seriously, truly, honestly, there, there was nothing like he even tried to offer her. Like, no, no compassion, no love, no. He was oh my in, god! This guy. He wasn't like he, like I was saying. She was way more, also very, very attractive. So it was almost like there was nothing that specifically he offered. That it's he almost, offered. It's almost. It reminds me of the boyfriend from um, Midsommar. Uh Where it's like, you know, I mean, <coughs> I didn't know if they have a past or maybe there was a, a connection, but yeah, man, that person, whoever they were at the moment, especially that guy of Midsommar. Just nothing. Like he offered nothing. No emotion. No support. No nothing. Like even not even faking it. Like even after he finds out that she, she's has this this thing where she might be dead. Like she might she got sick. That he, you know, he didn't care. Like he wasn't into it at all. He just wanted to like, hey, um, you know, I gotta go with my buddies or like he's straight. You know, all these little yeah. things. So you no, know, her life. The problem is she tried to convince herself that her life was good, but it wasn't. So it took her kind of stepping away from her life to really appreciate yeah. what other things that she can but get into. Let's put it how bad it was, her situation. Yeah. And but it was mostly in the aspect of her relationship with her boyfriend. No, it's also the other way too, because uh and we can get into that, but you 
Go ahead and make your point first. So the one the the point I wanted to make was um, when she called her boyfriend and he was like, "Oh, I think it was just some of a stomach virus. I haven't called back for anything." And he was like, "Oh, you have a rare terminal disease." And she was like, "How do you know?" And he was like, "Oh, because you put me as a primary contact, not the emergency contact. So they've been calling me from the hospital, and I didn't know what who it was. So I didn't pick up until the, the doctor left a detailed voicemail." She was like, "Oh, okay. When did you find this out? Two days ago." So for two whole days, this guy was just doing whatever the fuck he wanted. And it was like, you know what? Once I talked to her and she brings it up, I think he, would have, he wouldn't have brought it up if she didn't bring it up. No, not only that, she called him. Yeah. Like, so he wasn't trying to call her at all. He, he called, like, she called him. So that means that the only reason Amy came up was, oh, you because called me. Because she, like, she created the conversation. Almost like when you're him. like, oh, let me, let me let you know what voicemails you got. Like, you know, like, oh, what oh, message you, you got? I got mail. I got mail that was sent to you. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> hey, while you're on the phone, let me go ahead and talk. Like, that's how I felt. But it wasn't even just that. It was the fact that, because obviously once she got the the clone, the clone took, oh, like, I mean, that was just so cold-blooded for me. I'm like, that felt so, I'm like, man, that's, that just, that was I'm surprised she didn't kill herself. Like, I mean, just the kill way kill herself. No, because like when she was waiting to to die from the disease, yeah. And her boyfriend literally, it it wasn't even about like I'm gonna get used to this woman because she's gonna take over for you when you die. No, just in front of her, blatantly ignoring who she was as a person. Oh, he's like, I forgot you were there. Yeah, like having this <laughs> like, whole romantic like, and kissing uh, and talk about spit, sex, like spit swapping makeout section right in front of her. Yeah, like talking about like they're gonna have sex and all these different things, like just openly in front of her, like, and she's just there, like, like basically they just moved on from her already, like, oh, oh yeah. man, when are you gonna die? Like, and the saddest part was is that that's one the boyfriend was just a jerk from day from the first time, but when you <coughs> show the mother the next scene where she finds out that apparently her clone has been contacting her mother from day one, yeah, and uh, her mother basically you thought her mother would be like confused or like man you know you're my daughter no how long did, how long like basically it was basically like her life was just so bad that they liked they just they just didn't prefer, care about they prefer. didn't they had no emotional connection to who yeah, that girl was the original. person this person treats us a little better so we're just gonna keep this one yeah like that was just cold-blooded oh i mean and then it continues like all the way to the end but continuing the story so and i loved how she kind of like, I mean, she was in a really bad situation in general because obviously she got kicked out of her house. Her mother basically discommunicated from her. She owes all this money because like, obviously, apparently, she owes the money regardless of the clone wanting to go back to remission yeah. or not. So, and she's barely have enough to survive, but she's like, forget it. So she's taking off of the survival. And what I liked about it was it, uh, she didn't develop, let's say, like she, she did develop a killer instinct. As far as she knows what she needs to do. But the scenes where you see her light up, like as far as maybe like something that she discovered for herself or something that she genuinely made her happy was more in the aspect of her interaction with the trainer, like them together, working together. That's what she lit her up. Like, I guess finding somebody else that she could connect with. Yeah. That, you know, genuinely cared about her. And then also when she took the hip hop classes, yeah. Like, she just loved it. And I love that part where, you know, she was figuring out that her life sucked and she needed to step out of it. Yeah. Very um, true. And I like the fact, Aaron Paul did, Aaron Paul did, was a trainer. Yeah. 
He did great, Trent. Uh, but and that's one thing I, I think you mentioned when we were watching, and I kind of agree with it, was that they did not what they did not push like on an on a romantic level no. with them. They kept it very platonic. Yeah, and I love that. I'm like, don't you don't have to make it like focus on her and her and her willingness to 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 her drive to stay alive and to keep living because now she wants more hip hop classes and do other stuff. And 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 one thing I noticed is that as much as she's uh, having this new admiration for life because she's doing other things, her her the way she spoke didn't change, which was weird. You know how like she you still would, spoke very cold, yeah. Yeah, she still spoke very cold, but she was warm on the inside, which is yeah. it's like putting something in the microwave for thirty seconds and then the outside is still hot and the inside is still cold. It was a very, I mean, and then continuing, there was it, uh, I, it was such, I mean, so again, we're getting to spoilers now. Yeah. Um, Let's go into the deep end. So it's, so it basically generally, like, so she does his training. She's good at, at it. She responds. She's quick and she's direct. And I love the fact that she was all these things and she was ready to go. And it, it was interesting because ultimately what kind of did her in was her humanity. Because the thing, she was ready to kill that girl from, the second, and she was, you could tell the other one was not ready. She did not do any kind of training for that. So, but when she saw one, all she needed was like, it sucks because all she needed was one inkling of hope that there was a, a good person in her clone to want to abandon the plan to kill her because the, you saw it as an outside perspective. You saw that she was what she was plotting. Oh, yeah. From like, you start seeing it like, and she made it so. I saw that shit from a mile away. Yeah, she made it so apparent, but. She, this girl was just so looking for good in people, a good in, in the, because think about it, like, that's why she kept on wanting to stay with her boyfriend, which did not treat her well at all. And because she kept on wanting to see the good in, in her situation, like even after she got diagnosed with being sick without be, being told that she was going to die, she went to the gym and just kind of like tried to ignore all the bad things. And no, I'm good. Like she tried her best to always kind of ignore the, 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 the villainous in the, the villains in the room, the villains in people. And and just focus on this like good aspect of it, and that was her biggest downfall because she was ready, man. She if they would have just gone to that that football field and fought, she would have won. Oh, and yeah, easy. The minute she agreed, the minute she went after the her, and she agreed to go to that meeting, and then she listened to the letter, and then she like, you know, she was being played, and she just kind of let it happen, and it just sucks because it's like it just became more and more obvious. So basically, what ended up happening was nobody really won in this movie. That's one thing I loved about it was yeah, nobody nobody won really. Yeah. Because yes, uh, Sarah really figured out who she was, and she was gonna live a good life if she lived. However, she didn't. Yeah. She died um, because uh, ultimately her clone poisoned her. But it was interesting because um, the main character fought because she wanted to live. She wanted to live a life. She wanted to live. Period. Yes. Not that she wanted to live her old life. She wanted to live, period. But the clone fought to keep the life that she stole from her. But then she realized, even the thing is, before she even did all that, she realized that life sucks. Yeah, she did. And that's so that, like, that's, and that's one thing they've kept on mentioning in the movie, and I don't know if you caught that part, which was that um, the, the one guy who basically ended up killing his clone, oh, no, that he was a, which I thought was such a weird aspect of it, and I've never thought about that aspect of it, which is 
Because I get when somebody has a terminal illness, make a clone so your family has, you know, another person to. So they don't feel the loss. Exactly. But the fact that it's made, this movie made it common to say that people that committed suicide would get a clone. And I mean, I'm like, that just seems so bizarre to me. I don't know why. I just thought it was bizarre. They would get a clone so their family don't feel the loss. But I'm like, they didn't lose you because of the disease. They lost you because you killed yourself. So it's like, yeah, you I feel w- like you're still going to get, I, I don't know, me personally, I would, I would be devastated one way or the other, but devastated more that you took your life and then you, you know, clone. But anyways, so there was that guy in the meeting where he was like, yeah, my clone, uh, my, my, my original killed himself and then left me. And but then he's like, but I generally see the life, the, the, how bad his life sucked also. Yeah. And now, but, but I can't get a double for myself to kill myself either. Like, so he yeah. wanted to kill himself, too. So I'm like, and it just it's, teaches you like that, that. All right. That group meeting was trippy as fuck. Oh, yeah. The, the one guy that had me rolling. Oh, my God. That one, <laughs> it's like all he said, all he said, all he said, he was like, I miss my 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 original. Oh, no, I miss my clone. I miss the way he, he, he used no, to no, help. He was some original. I think he said he's original. He was original. Oh, he was original. Okay. He was original. He was talking about his clone. And he was like, <laughs> I miss my clone because I miss the way he used to touch me. Yeah, I miss his mic. I miss my I, mean, I, I miss touch. his touch. I miss his touch. Yeah. I was like, what? Yeah. You and, then just, he go, and then he goes a little bit deeper into that. I'm like, he yeah, used he, to fuck himself. <laughs> so he was a true, true. He was the true, true narcissist. Uh, epitome of when you go tell somebody to go fuck yourself. <laughs> Literally. Oh, uh, man. No, but it was it was a, like I said, it was an interesting movie. Um, whoever, whoever wrote that part just to have that 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 I felt uh, like it needed to be said. I felt like okay, come on, come on, guys, you know this has to be because they're taking a very dark, a very dark comedy, dark comedy compared to obviously the Swan Song. This is like so they need to get into it. They they need to get into all the weird dark parts of what what you would do with a clone. The part that really got me that was kind of glossed over was just like messed up. Was the part with the twin girls? Like when they were not clones, they were twins. Oh, that one was scary. That was just like, <laughs> like all right. So let's set this, the, we have to set this the, up. Go ahead. Set so, it up. so she's training uh, Sarah, the original Sarah's training, yeah. and then the Sarah number two clone, yeah, clone, clone is 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 uh, peeking behind a bus stop, bus stop station. So she has a uh, what do you call that? Um, uh, a crossbow. A crossbow shoots a crossbow, misses her. In the process, it kills a dog, which is funny. The way because of the well, the because set, of how the set, it's set the, up, yeah. the setup prior to that, which we will leave that at least we'll leave that as a mystery. Follows her and goes to this uh, play uh, play field or playground, and sees two girls. And he goes, "Oh, you're looking for your twin?" She was like, "Yeah, all right." So she said, here's your twin. She goes, "I I love my twin." She goes, "A few years ago, I we lost her. We and she, no, a man came up and talked to her and took her to another park, and I didn't see her. But mommy said three three hours later, no, three days. Oh, later. three days later, she comes back, and you know what I mean, mommy always has to go and take her to the doctors to get checkups. And I'm like, she fucking cloned her 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 daughter. Is that what you got from it? That she cloned? Yeah. Oh, I got something completely different. That the 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 twin." Got kidnapped or killed or whatever. So she got kidnapped. So what she did was that she took the daughter that she had, make it a clone of her as a twin. So they're not t- so they're not apart. Oh, I miss I completely got something different. Oh man, I got something completely different. I the way I took it was the way that she set up that story was that that girl got like just messed up. Like she went through some trauma 
and they were able to get her back, but you know they oh we got her back you know she just goes to her doctor the the psychiatrist office like every other day but other than that we don't spend any time apart yeah that just made me think that that little girl went through some trauma and just got caught just got brought back and just like i don't know the way she told the story was just so kind of like just whatever that i'm just like oh my god she just basically said her sister got taken you know tortured and just brought back and like nothing like that's what i got from the story i didn't get that, that she i got the, the that she she took her that she was taken, and so then no, I got that she was taken, but I got that she was brought back. No, I didn't think she. I, I, I took I took it as the mom took her for three days, and then all of a sudden she comes back. I'm like, oh shit, she made a clone of her. She made a clone of the the, the daughter. I gotta rehear that story again. Now I gotta hear the story again. Yeah, uh, you have to. That's how I see. That's great. Two I, different. I literally thought that that she was talking about like she got basically just tortured and stuff like that and brought back, and she just started to live like a normal life. But then she's like, you know, that little girl's gone through some shit. Yeah, <laughs> like so. Anyways, yeah, that was a really weird, dark story. Um, but yeah, I felt so bad for the main characters because, like, I don't know, it just it bothered me because one, like, it, she was not stupid, so she, she, be, she wanted to believe that this person was good. She wanted to believe anybody was good. She and, was not stupid. She was just naive to think that that there's always that good in person in somebody, especially also because. The thing was is that I think that people misunderstand is the fact that that clone is not you. And I think she was associating that maybe that clone might be something like like they're the same person. They're part of. No, they they literally said it's like this. Basically, the body is you, but they they, they develop their own thing. So they, they yeah. don't feel any connection to you at all. You might get a connection from them because they you felt like maybe they were like a part of you, but they really feel no connection to you at all. <laughs> that's how I got it. Like, that's how I felt. Yeah, because that that, that cold blooded thing where when she got kicked out of her own house and stuff like that, like, nah, dude, that was just cold blooded. Like that 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 person does not care two craps about you. <laughs> and what really bothered me the most was that her boyfriend boyfriend is one thing, but her mother, like, that's her mother. Like that's her mother. That was the person who gave birth to her, and she just preferred the one who basically answered a phone call. Yeah, that was it. She didn't like. She didn't care who she gave birth to. She didn't get like, nah, but you answered my phone call, so I'm gonna I'm gonna keep you. I'm gonna I'm gonna plot against my own daughter so I can keep you. Yes. That's just horrible. So they just planned everything. Yeah. That's that's and 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 I didn't get that to the last part. I didn't get that to Well, as I thought about it when they waved at her, I'm like, wait a minute. She's been discommunicated from them from the beginning. And they, you know, she only saw her boyfriend just her ex boyfriend just to say hi. Not to say hi, just mostly just be like, hey, listen. I don't hold any resentment. So you know that he's still with her and they're together. So why would you just wave like all willing? Hey, how's it going? No. I mean, this is a person who's supposed to be killing the person that you care about. Yeah. I found this. So, oh, they just wave like, no, I was like that. That I already knew. I mean, I knew before that mostly because of the driving. Like that's when they started, when she's talking about the driving is when it became so. Oh, really? I did So it. apparent. Not to me. I didn't. I didn't get it. I didn't. I knew she was going to kill her. I knew the Sarah doppelganger, the Sarah clone is going to kill the original Sarah. But the plan, the idea of of um, the boyfriend and the mom pl- oh, no, plotting. No, I mean, not, not that part, but I knew that, I knew that, it, it, I mean, you kind of suspected from the beginning, like, oh, they're going to do it again. Like, you know, her bringing it to that meeting and stuff, I, that was all suspicion. But yeah. the part where she started asking her driving and, like, instructions, yeah, that seems so ridiculously, <coughs> like... 
there used to be a, a, a TV series I used to love called Happy Trigger TV. Oh, yes, Happy Trigger. And there was a part where they used to do this thing where this guy would dress up as a like an old criminal with the white and black stripes and the mask, the you know, the the, the, the raccoon mask. Yeah. And, and a ladder. And he would go around asking questions about the neighbors when they lock their doors, when they go out of vacation, like making it super apparent what he's about to do. And the people never caught on to it. That is what that scene felt like. Okay. When she started asking, like, so when you drive, you know, it's left, right? Like, she's literally asking for instructions. I'm like, why didn't you die? Why are you making it so weirdly obvious that you're asking for instructions on how to drive? Like, almost like you're taking a checklist of things that you need to make sure you do. Before you get there. Exactly. I'm like, you're just making it. Su-. And then the water thing, I'm like. Keep chugging. That was just, oh, my god. I was gosh. like, yeah, she's going to die. Yeah. I was like, I, I just, I shook my head. I was like, I was really hoping at the end she's kind of spit the water on her, like, like, you know, like, she already knew, and it was actually a reverse flip, but no, it was, that was just. Yeah, so she died, so and she ends up, so then she ends up going to the dual tournament as, saying that she's the original Sarah, and she couldn't find the other Sarah, and they go through months of court cases to, to see, figure out if she knows where the original, or. The clone. clone is that, but she's actually the real original Sarah. I'm so, guessing that in those kind of scenarios, if they can't find because the thing is right now, the person who owns the title of that person is the original. Yes. So the clone wouldn't automatically get that title unless they can find the body. Yes. So that's why they just they flipped it. I'm the original. Um, <laughs> it's such a dark movie. But uh, the crazy thing was, is like because the whole time they're talking about that, like debt and money the lawyer like which i thought was weird why would you need a lawyer but she was paying for a lawyer and then also paying for the um, uh the payment training yeah, the, the training, training. And, and the payment plan yeah like all these different things and it was so funny because i mean yes she died which which is horrible it sucks but i laugh the fact that like now she has to absorb, absorb all that debt yes she does <laughs> and, and and absorb all this debt for a hate a life that she hates like she now hates, yeah, yeah. And she fought all this thing for to keep this, but now she absolutely hates. It just her. comes full circle. Man. You know what I find bizarre though, like, um, like would you keep on like let's say that whole situation happens, right? Yes, I will kill my clone. No, 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 not that. Would you pay sleep. the? Would you pay the bill? Like in my head, I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, I'm not gonna pay you if my the clone that I created all of a sudden not like because apparently that that is not a, just a normal thing. Like they don't always rebel. Like, they don't always, like, they just kind of conform. To, they kind of like Meeseeks yeah. from Rick and Morty. Like, oh. Existence is pain. Existence yeah, like like, is oh, pain. So you don't need me anymore? <laughs> like, okay, I'm leaving. But no, like, when they kind of rebel and they have to get a lawyer, like, I'm not going to pay you guys. if I Now I have to go get and kill the clone that you created. Yeah. And you got, that wouldn't decommission itself. <laughs> like, no, I'm not going to pay you. I wouldn't. Fuck that. No, not, not if the. Man, but boy, one last thing though that I thought was weird that they never touched on was the guy in the meeting with what appeared to be like basically three fingers in both hands, total. I didn't notice that. You didn't notice it was the one guy, skinny, um, skinny African American guy, uh, younger, and apparently I guess this whole meeting was about people that survived the whole clone thing. Yeah, the duels. Yeah, the duels, or just basically were clones and whatever. But <laughs> the fact that. He had wraps around his hand, and it looked like he was missing four fingers from one hand, and like two, he only had two fingers in the other. Like, he had a like, fight. He had a fight in his hand. Yeah, but damn, they cut the finger, like, how many fingers off? Like, hey, you gotta do what you gotta do to survive. It's brutal. 
So uh, yeah, I don't um, have any. I'm gonna say right now, I don't have any quotes for this movie. I'm gonna I'm gonna jump away from that one. I just like the way that almost the she the way she delivered her lines in general. Just like, cold. Yeah, just the way, but very very upfront, very bold. Like when she, I guess when I would say my favorites is when she goes to the store. And she goes, I want a, I want an outfit to die in. And the uh, girl's and like, like, oh, we have outfits for next. She's like, not to die for. No. To, to die, die in. in. That's a good one. Actually, you know what? That's really good. <laughs> I want an outfit to die in. That was just like. If I'm going to die, I want to wear something I'm comfortable. She showed the most emotion out of the whole movie, if you think about it. The, the teller, because she just like, I, I'm i like so flabbergasted by what she just asked me. Like, <laughs> yeah. Um. So, okay, let's get into Nikki's of it then. All righty. So this was a very weird movie because it wasn't, it, it's, it, you know what it reminds me? It kind of reminds me of Napoleon Dynamite, right? Because it was one of those movies where I was like, it was so dry, so weirdly, like, kind of, I felt like it was dry, boring, but like almost sneakily entertaining. Yeah, but in Napoleon Dynamite, he was likable after a point. He was, and she wasn't. I think there was a point. I, like I, if she became too much, she's likable for me. I she was. Her. She wasn't. You know, here's the difference. I didn't. I, I didn't care for the character, but I was rooting for her. Yeah. There's a difference. I'm like, I was rooting for her to win, but I didn't really care for her. Okay. I don't know if there, if if, if that, if there's no, 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 such a line just exists like that. I, and the thing is, I I'm think like, I want you to eat, just in that, not at my table. <laughs> So, I mean, maybe that's the way uh, the director kind of establishes his characters because they seem yeah. like very similar to um, self, you know, the art of self-defense. But I did, I did enjoy it. I did enjoy it. And I, I think she, she played like, like a, a, a female Jesse Eisenberg because Jesse Eisenberg usually, there's a few movies, there's a few movies that he, he plays that's kind of like, it feels like is this just Jesse Eisenberg playing? Like, uh... I, I didn't see it by, by the trailers and some clips I've seen from the art of self defense, mm. uh, the social network. Yeah. So like, uh, that that gave me a little bit of like a female Jesse Eisenberg. So I'm like, all right. So I'd like at least he has this, this. Um, I feel like, like she played her character from from Mar- more from Marvel. Nebula? No. You don't think she played Nebula? No, I don't think she played Nebula. Emotionless. No, because it, it Nebula when Nebula in Marvel, it was more of a devotion than than just being cold to being cold. But she was a machine. She was a machine, but she she was she was she was an alien, I think, for in some parts. But she was she was more of a devotion to Thanos than anything. She was cold because that's how she was trained to be. Um, I think this character was. was cold because of the circumstances she was in she was not trained to be that cold okay it was a circumstances that everything that culminated that combined accumulated to that point okay so let's get into let's get into nikki's though i give it three i just think it's an average movie it's it's it uh it wasn't i didn't expect much because i did have i haven't seen a movie from this director Mm -hmm. um i have an idea of what he is just based off the the clips I seen from the Art of War and what the reading the synopsis and then getting to this one and I'm like all right I have a, an idea watching this I'm like I have an idea it was entertaining um, but it wasn't enough to be to draw conversations afterwards like this few movies I can argue that one a little bit but I get what you're saying 
like well that's I, yeah. I feel like there's a lot of, there's a lot of things that I, I I can decipher and kind of question and I, I feel like there's a lot of messages built into this movie prime example he's a great example because when because this plays into the swan song that we reviewed last week yeah I was after watching the swan song I had like an hour-long discussion with my wife regarding the theory of mortality the the thought of uh, if this was re- if this was actually happening, would you do it? Who would you tell? How would you? How would your thought process go to making a decision if you did? Like we and her went back and forth. I'm like just in the theory of that and our and our belief systems and what we 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 see for each other for the family um, and everything else or even immortality. Because do you? We even came up to the concept like yeah, can you be immortal? Can you can you clone yourself and Tell them to age to de-age you by ten years, so your being or your conscious being will be living off forever if you do that every so often. So that's a conversation like this one I watched, and I think she watched it with us for the most part. And she, we, me, and her never have a conversation. She was like, "Oh, it never. It was never a conversation to have. like. It didn't create a conversation afterwards." This is what I would say. Plus, being that they're both kind of. Similar in twin movies. About, okay, talking about twins. Yeah, twin uh, movies. And which was, and that's the thing is like, it was it was enjoyable. It 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 executed what it needed, but I didn't think I got enough from it to be like, oh my god. And like, I would rec- I would be like, if I had to give to either or, I would give Swan Song. But I would be like, if you're more of the dark comedy, in this aspect, yes, I would recommend it. But it's not something I'd be like, it it's it's a movie for what it is, nothing more. And I think. In comparison to Swan Song, it doesn't connect. Like it didn't connect to me. Reach out. To I would say there's this. I do like the plot, even though I know Swan Song is very similar. I do like the aspect and plot of this one. I do felt it did bring up interesting discussions in regards to not just mortality, but like, um, like sometimes when you're fighting for a life, which one? What What are you fighting for? Or which life are you fighting for? Um. You know, like the aspect of, uh, of the people you have around you. Mm-hmm. You know, because I, I started thinking about it. Like, do obviously, like the people I have around me, do they care about me, or do they care about my like how the, I, how the thought I, of you? No, the like how I make them, how I interact with them. Like, you know, what I'm saying like because it brought up an interesting point in this one where you know with the, her mom and everything else, and it wasn't. It wasn't that she, she, the mom was trying to tell her she didn't care about her daughter, but she was using the excuse that this is a clone to say, well, it's almost like, uh, um, like let's say that, that wasn't her boyfriend. Let's say that was her husband. Mm-hmm. And her husband says, well, no, I'm going to love you forever. But then he, then he, then they make a clone and they look alike. Again, they're not the same personality. They're not the same person. Because that's one thing I loved about it. They kept on telling you, this is not you. This is not your personality at all. But because it looks like you, was made from you or something, um, but they treat me better or I like them better. Yeah, I want them. Then obviously they never really loved you individually, because I think sometimes you know when I if I love you I love literally the worst parts about you, even with the best parts about you. So yeah, that kind of brought an interesting conversation for me, anyways. No, of course. But I did feel I love you too, Nick. Just to let you know. Sure, 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 sure. <laughs> um, I did feel that it felt me like. I felt like I didn't get a resolution. 
like I get that she died and it was an interesting ending and stuff like that, but I I felt like I felt like I needed a resolution. I need something that was a resolution, not just with what happened as far as a fight or anything like that. I guess I wish I would have had the part where um, you would have shown the original somehow elated with her new life. Like, yes, yeah, she, she showed parts where she seemed content and happy. Yeah. But it, this one part where she's reflecting and she's elated with this life that she's led for the last year in regards to realizing how bad her life was before that. And in any part of it, even when they had the discussion and she was complaining about I, her life, I think they did like it. the clone was complaining about life. <clears throat> I felt like it would have been a good just thing like, you know what it was? I don't want that life. anymore. Yeah, I understand. You know why I think they might have not done that. Mm-hmm. It would have been because her death would have been a lot sadder. Yeah, that, that's that's like, that's that's the whole point. No, no. But that's the thing. I think he didn't want that. He wanted, I think he was like, she, she was on a mission to get this just because it was, it, it, it was part of the agree, like the U S constitution that they did when they did created the dual or the clone process. That's the only reason that they say they can't have two people. Mm-hmm. So one of them has to go. And I, and that, and I think that's why he, he kept that tone. So you don't get that sad because the minute she would have been elated and, and, you 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 feel like that she had this love this new this new love for life because all those new experiences she's doing her death would have been like ten times sadder yeah and, but that's the thing he didn't want that and I think that's why and you and you and you placed it perfectly at the beginning it was like this was a movie that nobody wins and nobody has a resolution well one thing I was gonna say was um oh did you give your nickies I didn't hear no no I just, I just wanted to kind of round that up before I kind of get my nickies on it. Um, what was there? Something else I was going to mention. Oh, I also, I don't know if you noticed, they, 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 uh, kind of, um, what is, what is it when you kind of show what you're going to do at the end of the movie? Um, foreshadow, foreshadow. They foreshadowed heavily how, what was going to happen in the, the movie. I don't know if you noticed that. I didn't. So there's a part where, um, uh, the trainer is trying to get her ready for anything. And I liked the, the fact that it wasn't just physical at all. Like, he was like the physical was like not like almost like ten percent of everything that he was training her for, because he was training her psychologically by showing her like it's getting her used basically mentally saying, hey, "Listen, you can I could train you how to kill people all day, but if you don't if you're not ready if you're not ready to see this, not ready to engage in it or like even kill for real, your hesitation is going to cause you cost your life." Yeah. So when he started showing her different deaths and she had to figure out how they died, the one thing that she couldn't figure out the one death she couldn't figure out was poison which i at the time when i saw that part i'm like that's kind of weird how do you poison somebody in a duel but they didn't really mention it but at least that was foreshadowing with how she was gonna die exactly so good observation you didn't notice that no i didn't notice that um so my nikki for this one i'm gonna give it three as well I wanted to give it more. No halves. Remember, no, no three no, no, and a half. No, no, no. I wanted to give it more only because I felt that it was an interesting story and an interesting way to tell it. And I always want to encourage that. And it was beautiful and it, like in that way. But I felt because I didn't get the resolution. I felt like I, like I, I, I built up to. And um, like certain aspects I felt maybe not dragged. I just felt like I wanted to see more accomplishment a little bit before everything had everything that, the way it happened. Again, I guess resolution. Um, so I'm going to give it three. Because also the other thing I was thinking about was, even though I enjoyed certain parts of it, I also, just, now I'm starting to think, 
can I recommend this to somebody? And a swan song, I could, I could tell anybody, I mean anybody to watch it. And I know they're going to be affected by it. But this one. Would you recommend it? I couldn't. Even to my most, even to people that I think have a similar mindset to me. Even I, people that are into dark comedy, I would recommend it. I, I couldn't. If they have, if they have that, if I know they, have, no, they like that, that type of movie. Yeah, yes. but the thing is, I, I, yeah, but what type <laughs> of movie, they, they literally have to say something like, um, literally the art. Dry, of, dry humor size higher. Well, because they would literally have to say something dark, like, uh, dark, the art of uh, self-defense. If they like that one, then I could say this one. Yeah. But this one is such a, I feel like it has a niche. Very specific niche, yeah. Yeah. I loved it. But I know, like, there's certain aspects I didn't care, and I know that dry, because that dry type of wit, yeah, it's not going to play well for everybody, especially that level. It was super dry. So, yeah. like, yeah, I'll give it three. I'm going to give it three Nikki's. It's like eating, like, saltine crackers and try to, try to whistle kind of dry. Hey, dude, I'm into that. <laughs> You're but into that? Not everybody. Not everybody knows one of Nick's kinks. <laughs> Why do you think I like British like TV shows, comedies? Like they're dry when they're humor, but I love their humor. Yeah. Um. But the dark when people say dark comedies, I always think of um, I forgot the name of it. It was with Christian Christian Slater where he went to Vegas and they accidentally killed a hooker. Um, I can't remember that one, but that one was that was dark. That was dark. That's that's what I picture people think when they dark dark comedy. Oh, I'm trying to think now. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to. Um, yeah. leaving Las Vegas. No, it's not leaving. Oh, Las. No, that's oh, uh, la, 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 something loathing in Las Vegas. No, not even. That's not. It's not a drug filled movie. Oh, it's not. No, Christian Christian Slater. Yeah. No. No, dude. I'm like, it's uh, it's uh, true romance. Not true romance. No. I'm trying to think. No, it's a, like this. Was, when I say dark comedy, this is a true kind of like. Um, Nif- not Nifomaniacs. What, what was the name of the movie? Nifomaniacs? No, that was a whole different type of movie. It's <laughs> no, not a. No, it's a, a very bad things. Very bad things. And that has uh, literally it has uh, Cameron Diaz in it, too. Oh, wow. Dude, if you want to watch a dark, dark comedy, like I'm talking about one that you're like. Like you're like at the end they're like this is this is fucked up like that's the movie you watch that that movie you would recommend oh my god it, it gets it, it's like tales from the crypt dark at the end of that movie <laughs> damn yeah so yeah the but yeah for this one I will give it three stars three Nikki three stars um who the I, fuck says stars no one it's all Nikki's here <laughs> yes so guys you know hey if you're into that kind of movie please check it out it's a very interesting story I still like the plot line um. And let us know what your thoughts on it, you know, opinions, and see what you. And let us know what you think our take is on it. Until next week. Yes, sir. And like that, guys, thank you so much for tuning in to the latest episodes from my mom's garage home theater edition. And like always, you can find us on Instagram, t- Facebook, or Twitter at From My Mom's Garage, or email us at fmmgpodcast at gmail.com. As always, tell a friend, send a friend, bring a friend. See you next week. Later.